Welcome to Heating Up, a podcast about climate change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it. Next time we got to do that, and what you can do about it together. I mean, we, we can do it over. In unison. No. Nope. I mean, right. we'll keep going. Yeah. So, uh, new week, new us again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. News and nonsense. We're back. Uh, it worked out so well last time. We're going to do it again. We're going to, yeah. Yeah. Just well, keep paying the therapists. I don't, th- I don't think anybody complained or told us to do it differently still zero corrections yeah <laughs> we had we did get another review another five-star oh, yeah? review yeah he reviewed us i don't know somebody uh said what a fun albeit slightly terrifying <laughs> podcast about natural disasters ecological news and climate change who's who said that capper kids 80 thanks capper kids 80 yeah that is a very accurate they, review yeah they said that they like that we cover uh kind of underreported environmental news and that we're a step-by-step weekly guide for people without bunkers to prepare for all kinds of disasters. Yeah, still don't have any bunkers. Yeah, no bunkers and no bunker anytime soon. So yeah, thanks for the review. Give us reviews. We'll give you shout-outs. Like literally, we have three reviews, so you'll get a re- you'll get a shout-out if well, you put you a review on iTunes. You let us know if iTunes. you don't want us to name drop you. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, we're pretty proud of every review we got. Exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, we bring home the little p- report card, put it on the fridge. This is know. our refrigerator. Exactly. All right. Um, other than that, I don't have any, uh, we're also all over the world. Like I can see where some people have downloaded stuff and it's always kind of funny. Somebody in Kazakhstan has downloaded eight episodes of our show. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Brazil, Turkey, Vietnam, the Netherlands, all over the place. It's probably people just trying to learn English. Yeah. (laughs) This is the worst (laughs) podcast for that because we barely speak English. They're like, I want to move to California and I got to get some really specific Northern California dialect. Yeah. We really need to learn how to say hella. It's easy. Yeah. But if you are under the age of 18, I suggest going the HECA route. Your parents will be less mad at you. A lot of under 18 year olds in Kazakhstan listening to our podcast to learn English. For all I know. That could be why. Yeah. You never know. (laughs) Leave us a review if that's why. We'll speak slower. So where are we hottest? Are we hottest in, in, in the United States? In the United States. Basically, m- the square mile around my house. Is so you much. and dad. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. You ready for the news? Couldn't There's be There's a lot of ready. weird news this week. Okay. I All mean, right. that's a, I'll give that as a my twist. Listen, if I can't find good news, I go for weird news. I, I'll take it. All right. I'll take it. So... Top story this week, there's been flooding in Iran. I don't know if you're aware of this. I'm not. Uh, Two weeks of flooding has uh, escalated the death toll to over 62 people. And frustration mounts inside the country as the government's response has been uh, less than adequate. And this week, the Iranian foreign minister, uh, Javad Zarif, got into a war of words with U.S. Secretary of uh, State Mike Pompeo. Uh, Zarif said... Uh, accused the U.S. of economic terrorism and kind of blocking shipments of vital rescue equipment to Iran Yeesh. because of the uh, embargoes. And then Pompeo uh, responded by attacking the Iranian government, saying, quote, These floods show the level of Iranian regime mismanagement in urban planning and emergency preparedness. So screw them, I guess, huh? Yeah. That's, what the, I f- that's the route? Yeah. What I find interesting, though, about that is if Pompeo thinks, like, having a flood and not responding well is a sign of mismanagement from the government. Well, we couldn't turn and look at ourselves, could yeah. we? What does he think is happening right now in Nebraska and Iowa and all the con- counties in the Midlands where there's tons of flooding? Well, first of all, you can completely disregard Puerto Rico because as far yeah. as Donald Trump's concerned, not American. Yeah. So throw it out. And then Katrina. And yeah, so uh, we Katrina don't have was a huge success i'm sure sure anyways so some good news uh florida passed a bill or is passing wait a a second good news coming out of florida 
Yeah, surprising. Okay, slow it down. Let's hear it. I've got two stories in Florida involving dogs. Okay. Okay, so this is the good one. The other one's a little weird. We'll get to it. Florida Bill makes uh, leaving dogs tied up during hurricanes a misdemeanor. Okay, yeah, that's a good plan. So Just let them free and hope they can survive. Well, because a lot of people flee the disasters and they either try and take their dogs, but a lot of shelters and stuff don't allow dogs or hotels don't allow dogs. So the next most common thing is people leave their animals behind, which is a bad call. Make plans for your pets during emergencies, y'all. But what do you do if you don't have a plan? you got to kind of do so, something. Well, you don't want to tie the dog up no, and then leave not. it in a hurricane. No. So, yeah, those people you should be... You free to somehow try to escape, I guess. So, yeah, go Florida for making that a misdemeanor. Wow. Good um, job, Florida. Yeah, Proud they can you. be charged with animal cruelty. All right, more bad news. So we've already talked about Cyclone E-Day. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, of course, the death toll continues to rise, and there's still a ton of relief efforts going on there. Do we have an accurate count now? There's n- I don't think there'll ever be an accurate Oof, count. I God. mean, it's just a tragedy. Um, and to make matters worse, over a 1,000 cases of cholera have now been reported in Mozambique. Cholera? Yeah. Cholera is a disease that's transmitted through contaminated drinking water. And so because floods and cyclones and things like this create such a disaster filled muck and mires all the water and like poisons all the wells cholera is spreading rapidly through the you know the people trying to return home and living in these you know camps in mozambique so a thousand cases already and i really thought cholera was kind of like an like gone away it's mostly gone away but exactly right it comes back in like these disastrous situations so there are mass vaccines that supposedly were supposed to begin uh being passed out this week down there um but there's an average of 200 new cases reported a day luckily there's only been one death reported so far from the cholera Uh, there's over a thousand dead in total but only one due to this latest like tragedy on top of tragedy there so that's not great all right good news sikhs I don't know if you know about the religion of Sikhism. Yeah. Yeah. Generally good people. Uh, Around the world are planting one million trees this year. One million? Pretty good. In a year? They're working with local environmental specialists to plant over 1,820 forests with native species everywhere around the world. Uh, The majority of Sikhs apparently live in the Punjab region, uh, where they will be planting 550 trees in every village as to mark the 550th birthday of the religion's founder. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're moving on. Okay. Flash floods cause a state of emergency to be declared in New Zealand. Poor New Zealand. Australia's cousin. Yeah, Australia's little cousin. Dozens of homes and businesses affected. One person, one woman was killed. She was attempting to cross flooded street uh, on foot and was swept downstream. It wiped out a big old bridge. Uh, This was a once in a century downpour. I mean, it's normally wet in New Zealand. But at times, this dropped over 800 millimeters per hour, and I did not look up what that uh, is. I was going to say, you don't give um, me the conversion. I don't know what that can nope. be in anything. So we'll, we'll let the, per- the fan in Australia know exactly what that is. Or basically, everywhere else in the world knows millimeters. We, we're the only ones. Yeah. Well, I read somewhere that was basically like, we had a system going, and we're like, yeah, it's working okay, so we'll stick with it. And it was like, fair enough. Yeah, it was a system, and it worked. But now, conversions, good uh, lord. Yeah. Anywho, Donald Trump has, yeah, we got it, and it wouldn't be a disaster day without Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. You might have heard of this one. I think I have. Yeah, Donald Trump decided to declare war on uh, production of energy. Not fossil fuels or coal or any of the energies we probably should be phasing out right Mm -hmm. now. 
Donald Trump decided to take his fight to where it really hurts, the windmills. Right, those yeah. cancer-causing windmills that just kill massive amounts of birds. Yeah, claim that they uh, decrease property value. Well, oh, they do actually right. kill quite a few birds, but that wasn't Donald Trump's major complaint. No, His major complaint not. was that they decrease your property value and that they, the noise they emit causes cancer. You know, I'd never heard of such a thing. No one actually has heard of such a thing. Not even doctors. No, yeah. It's weird how intelligent that man truly is. He says, uh, he also learned that wind doesn't always blow all the time. Not 24-7? Yeah, so he was a little worried. He said, if it doesn't blow, he said, you can't forget, you can forget about TV that night. (laughs) So he then added... That's how how that works, I forgot. He then added to all this that he knows a lot about wind. Because he breaks it? Yeah, I was going to go with he's a gas bag, but, ah. you know, we could go with any number of jokes. I'm sure the late night crews will get on that. Yeah. All right. South Korea mobilized 15,000 firefighters and soldiers to contain some wildfires that have killed one and forced 4,000 people to flee their homes. Firefighter, or the fires are mostly contained, having broken out on Thursday, and burned over 1,200 acres. Great. All right, here's another weird story I saw. All this right. was listed as good news, like on the climate page. It was like, <laughs> here's a win. And I was like, wait a minute. This this requires some questions. So We have really to scrape around for good news on the environment. So, <laughs> yeah. so Norway is mandating that its oil industry become emissions free. How does that? Yeah, so most of the uh, oil and gas is produced in offshore rigs. And Norway is mandating that those rigs become zero emission in the production of the oil. So the process of getting the oil out of the ground and up to where you can actually burn it, that has to be zero emissions. But then you're burning the oil. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? And so I'm like, wait, wait, what? But that is the case. In fact, um... Oil and gas production produced 14.7 million tons of CO2 for Norway uh, last year. And, of course, that's just the production. That doesn't count the CO2 that's used when you burn the oil that is produced. Just a really weird story. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. Like, I guess it's better it's a than a band-aid making... on a bullet wound, no? I mean... Maybe they're two separate issues. That's yeah. how you have to think of it. I don't know. They aren't. Oh, no. Okay. What is the deal? Norway. I mean... A little confused. What can I... Can I shake my head at Norway? Not really. No. <laughs> Banks Island in Canada's far north has seen a 6,000% increase in landslides. 6,000%. 6,000%. That's small. Yeah. Um, the local people say it is becoming much harder to move around the island, and they can no longer drink from local streams because they're clogged with mud. So that's not great. No. Uh, of course, the mudslides and the landslides are happening because the permafrost has melted, and then that's, like, loosened all the soil. So it's all just, like, slipping around on top there. Wow. Yeah, not great. Uh, good news. Did you see the videos <laughs> posted by the UC Riverside, San Diego State, and UC Davis uh, researchers about kangaroo rats? No. No. Okay. So everybody stop what you're doing. Do yourself a favor and go to ninjarat.org. NinjaRat.org. So these researchers were studying like the biomechanics of kangaroo rats. And so they have these super high speed, like slow motion videos of kangaroo rats being struck Kangaroo rats are super cute, by the way. They're super adorable. They don't look like rats. No, they're like little jumping kangaroos kind of. They look like... Like chipmunky kind of. Yeah, they're adorable. Either way, there's all these rattlesnakes striking at the kangaroo rat. Jesus. And then the kangaroo rat escaping and like kicking the snake away or like doing these backflips or whatever. Can we Google this before we move on to the next section? You can Google it whenever you want. 
Also, Ninja Rat really reminds me of the Ice Tea song Ninja Rap for Not Ice Ninja, tea. You're, you Ninja mean Turtles. Vanilla Ice. Oh, did I say Ice Tea? Yeah. Well, Ice Tea's cooler, but Vanilla Ice uh, did the music for uh, Teenage Mutant. How Ninja could Turtles. I forget? That's pretty Ninja much my life. Rap. Yeah. Okay. So there's a ton of videos on ninjarat.org that you should do yourself a favor and watch. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, they were good stuff. I'll count that as a good news. Good That's, job. I counted it as good news, so I'm glad you did too. Uh, what is the point of the video? Is it just they were studying like the biomechanics of the rats themselves, like how they manage to contort and twist and do all this stuff in like such short mo? Because like these things are happening, you know, in milliseconds. Crazy or whatever. fast. Yeah, it's really cool. And they always land on their feet. They do all this crazy stuff. Like mm. their tail like helps balance in the air or whatever. It's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, they do really long tails. So they they explain all the science behind it, but they're just really fun to watch. All right, now for some bad news. Yeah. We haven't had enough of that yet. No. Don't worry, we got pages of news today. <laughs> so much news. So uh, good. Sea turtles are born mostly female now uh, due to global warming. The eggs, like the sand is what determines, like the heat of the sand determines whether the uh, egg becomes male or female. And the sand is heating up because everything is heating up. And so researchers were finally able to determ- to come up with a new way to, like, sex them. Because, like, baby turtles, it's almost impossible to tell, like, just by looking at them, whether it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. But they do this real quick blood test now. And they found out that at the largest uh, sea turtle uh, estuary or whatever where they were being born, they were coming out as female at a rate of 116 to 1. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. The, the lead researcher said, the results scared the crap out of me. <laughs> And uh, that's not great for the future of that species. I'm going to count that as a kind of good in that more women is better. More women is better. You do need some dudes, though. You do not need that I don't think we can really blame male sea turtles for the patriarchy, though. Can't I? (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) I'm sure they've done some shitty stuff. Male sea turtles constantly being paid more than the female sea turtles. I bet they always cut women off. Yeah. They just think it was their turn. They just think it was their turn because it's always their turn. Yeah. Okay, it's turn jerks. for what? what Whatever, you, anything. What? Yeah, like, uh, they cut them off in the ocean. They're swimming, and the turtle's like, my turn. I'm a dude. It's always my turn. Yeah. Or as, like, the female turtle catches up to them, they start going faster because they can't yeah. be caught. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another dog story. Okay, good. Another Florida dog this story. This is a weird one. Good, weird, more questions than answers. Okay. <laughs> well, it's Florida. So, all right, yeah. So, Lake, Cl- Lake County, Florida decided they were going to introduce the world to their new canine dog for their uh, cops, right? Mm-hmm. And so they posted a little picture of this cute bloodhound, and they said, here's our newest member. Yeah, okay. newest member of the canine sniffing dogs, this, uh, you know, year-old bloodhound named Rommel. R- Rommel? Rommel. And they must not have figured it out, but Twitter figured out pretty quickly that Rommel is the name of a Nazi war general. Ah. That's where you knew it from. You're mm. like, that name's familiar. I'm not right? sure exactly. And, yeah, surprise, surprise. Some Couple cops Googles named their away. dog after a Nazi. How wow. shocking. And so people on Twitter uh, decided to let them know that this was probably not a great plan. And the, the Lake County Department quickly changed the dog's name. To Adolf. <laughs> Stalin? Mussolini. No. Yeah. They reposted uh, another picture of the dog. And they said, sorry about that. The dog was named after the is his handler's childhood dog. And... We changed his name to Scout. <laughs> so good for Scout to have a better name, not named after Nazi. But two questions really arise from this. The first, what kind of monster just reuse recycles their beloved dog's name? 
Like it I reminds me of like the Simpsons, that. like people Snowball too. Yeah, <laughs> like, people, some people do. Maybe some people clone their dogs. And I guess. Secondly, though, if his childhood dog was also named after a Nazi, right? His parents were Nazis. Yeah, like yeah. maybe there needs to be a bigger background check on this officer who has a Nazi dog twice. Well, I think the background check is, oh, your parents were Nazi. Good guy. Join the yeah. J- join the cops. The Lake County Sheriff's. So, yeah, more questions than answered there. But the dog is now no longer named after This Nazi. isn't the dog's fault. Let's no, all be clear. Exactly. Poor He's a good Scout. boy. Scout is a good boy. <laughs> good puppers. Good puppers. I mean, he is a cop now, so I don't know. But Maybe. not by choice. I always love those stories where, like, the cops, like, or the dogs, like, drop out of cop school because they can't handle can't it. it. Yeah. It's like, good. Don't be a cop cop. Don't be a cop dog. The cop be- dogs, it's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. They're just trying to be good boys. All right, Corinne. So this story has got a headline that you're going to have to hear twice, I think. <laughs> So listen closely. Listening. A GOP senator brought a giant picture of Ronald Reagan riding a dinosaur onto the Senate floor to argue against the Democrats' Green New Deal. No, I understood every word of that. I just don't understand the connection. (laughs) Senator Mike Lee this week uh, dismissed the Green New Deal as ridiculous. And so in his effort to show how ridiculous the Green New Deal was, he said he was going to give it the same level of respect or seriousness that it deserves. And he showed that level of seriousness as how serious he would take this picture of Ronald Reagan riding a velociraptor holding an American flag while Ronald is shooting an Uzi or something with a bazooka on his back. Again, I'm going to have to ask you why. I don't understand what this is. What is he trying to prove? He's trying to prove that the Green New Deal is not serious. And so he's not being serious. He also brought pictures of Aquaman and a few other cartoons up there with him. I don't know what the deal is. The is good he people who, yeah, The good people from Utah elected Senator Mike Lee to represent them. And this is what he is doing. So good on Utah. Utah. I, I mean... We should say, though, that Mike Lee is not wrong, and the Green New Deal wasn't even allowed on the floor. In fact, the idea of even bringing up a vote was shut down 57 to nothing. So Mike Lee is on the winning side of this. I just don't understand the connection. You're going to have to email Mike Lee about why he decided to bring this thing here. Who commissioned that piece of artwork? I don't know. There's a whole market for weird, like, like Donald Trump holding hands with Jesus and, like, yeah, weird art all over the place. So, you know, people got to make a living somehow. Yeah, I mean, okay. All right. Back to infectious diseases. <laughs> Cholera. Nope, this one's uh, measles. Measles, yeah. great. More Americans have gotten measles in 2019 already than in all of 2018. And it's only April. Well, and the amount of people who have measles in 2018 has to be way more than it was in 1995. Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, measles was declared eradicated in like 2000. And then, yeah, this is like the second highest it's ever been. But anyways, there have been seven outbreaks in six different states and already over 382 or 87 cases. Rockland County, New York recently declared a state of emergency in an attempt to control their recent outbreak of measles. And this is all happening because of the anti-vaxxers, because disease like this needs 95% vaccination rates. So when you dip even a little below that, all of a sudden you don't have that uh, herd immunity. Yeah, protection, yeah. Yeah. So this is happening in communities with very high rates of an- uh, non-vaccination. And so there were, uh, in Rockland, in, during that emergency declaration, like people under the age of 18 who hadn't been vacu- vaccinated weren't allowed in public spaces and things. So, 
Yeah, it's getting bad. I just went to the doctor and they're like, do you know if your vaccines are up to date? I was like, I mean, I got all of the ones you're supposed to when you're a kid, but I'm sure they wear off at a certain point. And they're like, yep, we're going to get you a vaccine booster. Just give me whatever shot you want to give But now I've got autism. So. Yeah, you got the <laughs> autism. Dang it. <laughs> Long vaccines. Uh, speaking of infectious diseases. So like the measles one. Yes, measles is not great. Uh, it but can it's kill also, babies. It can kill babies. But for your normal adult, not incredibly deadly. There is, however, another deadly disease that is spreading worse. Ebola is making its comeback. Oh, wow. I remember when that was a scary yeah. thing. The, well, the Democratic Republic of Congo uh, is recording record cases of Ebola in the last two weeks. Um, cases now are up to 1,100 people in the DNC. Oh. And what's happening is there's the ongoing conflict already in that country is making it even harder for them to get these people to hospitals, get them vaccinated, get, you know, the, or not vaccinated, get them treated, you know, control the infections and some of the ebola centers are actually being targeted by the conflict so people are like uh, you know assault you know shooting them up and you know assaulting doctors and stuff with doctors without borders so some of the doctor groups are pulling out why are um, they doing that because it's been politicized by both sides of the conflict both sides yeah it's a it's a real political mess that's you know exaggerating the conflict there so it's a yeah thousand people have had ebola and let's see here for a Four attacks in Ebola treatment centers in the past two weeks. Um, one half of the deaths have occurred outside of treatment centers, which means that the chance of it spreading is way higher. So it's, yeah, just not great there. Oh, here we go. I said we were going to talk about uh, Australia, and here's our final story for the day. Another bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew it was going to yep, be bad. Of <laughs> yeah, I guess we have to start on bad news and on bad news. Mostly bad news in between. <laughs> bad news in, bad news out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the Great Barrier Reef, we've talked about it a few oh, times, right? Oh, Jesus. Does yeah, it even well, exist anymore? I feel like, not really. It's already dead, I thought. So there have been two major bleaching events in the last two years, right? In 2017 and 2018. That's where the reef gets so hot that, like, the coral just, like, turns white. It bleaches. Yeah. Um, well, new coral comes in, right? Uh, unfortunately, climate change caused 89% decrease in new coral from last year to this year. So it's not even, like rebuilding it's just dead great thanks for sharing yeah yep yeah. uh have a great day that's <laughs> and <laughs> i can totally see why everybody turns in to listen to this yeah exactly this is why we don't have any fans we need to this we need is a real bummer what if i told we we talk a lot about how the planet is being murdered by psychopaths and how climate change is pretty much impossible to stop right that rings a bell what if <laughs> What if I told you I might be wrong about that? Oh. What if I told you we don't have to do anything, but that scientists will save us? That sounds too good to be true. It sounds too good to be true, right? <laughs> have you, we're going to talk a little bit this week about geoengineering. Right. Have you heard of what it is? Do you understand the basic idea? I had never heard of it until you said, yo, we're going to talk about geoengineering on next week's podcast. Great. To which I read a couple of articles and attempted to listen to a podcast and uh, have some basic understanding. Well, I wouldn't say basic. I have some scratch-the-surface understanding of geoengineering. I mean, but the basic idea is, right, like, so the best thing to do if we're going to stop climate change, we should probably stop emitting right now. But that does not seem likely. That's true. So... The g case for geoengineering is, well, then we need some other plan to save us from ourselves. People are panicking. People are panicking. Which is and fair. probably rightly so about the uh, growing catastrophes in our climate, right? They see the writing on the wall or the writing in the reports and they say, 
is there some way to save us from ourselves? The solutions they come up with are these big, large-scale, science-based solutions, and they're making the argument, and you hear it all the time, more and more, this sort of like growing argument to do something like essentially completely engineer our climate and they range from really kind of weird solutions like stirring up the oceans because like the bottom of the ocean can store more carbon or whatever so like rotating the water in the ocean by like, yeah well it basically yeah there are like these designs for like these paddles that essentially could stir up the ocean or or I'm simulating sure would have no effect on anything else or simulating the effects of a volcano so like when volcanoes spew up or when an asteroid hits the planet, what happens is all these fine dust particles get way up into the high atmosphere and they act like an umbrella protecting us from the sun, right? So it literally shades the planet. For a brief amount of time, no? For a brief amount of time, but in theory they could continually put more particles into the atmosphere. <laughs> what particles do you say, Derek? I mean, there. I don't know. I'm not like gonna say that I'm the expert on this stuff, but like I've heard different things. But they're essentially just dust or dirt they could they put up there. They should probably just talk to um, Mr. Burns about what he did to block out the sun in Springfield. Well, didn't he make a big solar shield, yes. right? But that's another. They are, he made like an umbrella. What's funny about that is there actually are plans for like putting metal shields out in space to block. I mean, there you could if you just Google like geoengineering schemes, mm -hmm. you're gonna find you know, a million varieties of these things. Most come in the form of stopping the sunlight from getting to the earth. Because right, that's the second aspect of warming. I mean, you all remember when we used to talk about the greenhouse effect, right? Yeah. So we fill the atmosphere with carbon and that traps the heat. So this is like, well, what if we prevented that heat from even getting here? It's like your sunblock, Corinne. Right. Is this going to put a hefty dose of sunblock? Physical bla layer. Yeah, between us and the sun. There's some pros and some negatives about this sort of plan. So I think we should talk a little bit about them, I guess, today. This is better than not talking about the news? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, we could get into news and no nonsense. We could talk a lot about the terrible disasters, or we could have a little bit more deep dive into geoengineering. Let's I guess dive into that geoengineering. I mean, I'd love there to be a fast and easy, we can build it solution to uh, the environmental issue. That would be great. Sure. I think most people do, right? And I think that's, that, that's the allure of geoengineering, right? Is we don't have to change anything. Like, I don't have to stop driving my car. I don't have to stop eating terrible food. I don't have to... It's the, you know, the, the diet lose pills. Lose air conditioning. Of, right? All I get to do is sit on the couch and And diet lose pills weight. work, right? You don't end up shitting yourself. Yeah, well, that's the problem with geoengineering, too, is that we'll all end up shitting ourselves. <laughs> no, um, the thing about geoengineering is the most of the time I hear people talk about it is when I'm out, like, tabling or talking as an activist or as someone, you know, out working for environmental organizations, and some idiot is like, we don't need to worry about it. We're just going to block the sun. Elon Musk will save us. Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I will not tangent. Oh, I, let's please go on a tangent about I Elon Musk. I don't need to. I don't need this kind of negativity <laughs> in my life. I want to hear about it. I, I've got my plenty of tangents. I hate him and his stupid face and his idiot ideas and his capitalism. I hate that. I hate that man. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, here's a guy who seems unable to build a luxury car. <laughs> And yet, somehow, he's the one who's going to save the planet with his schemes to, like, nuke Mars or whatever. While using slave labor. Yeah. Yeah, he can't pay people living wage. But he's, like, beloved amongst these, you know, weirdos who think that, you know, these plans will work. Regardless. Tangent over. Yeah, we've lost another, <laughs> another week, That's... another group of people not listening to us. Yeah, well. Oh, terrible. 
anyways, these plans, you know, have that broad appeal. But if you ask the actual scientists, and there's so few of them, but if you ask the ones doing research, they say, no, we need to keep doing research. Or other scientists say, this is not a great plan, but, you know, this other plan, so we don't seem to actually be stopping anything. Well, so we also don't have kind of a any plan of actual plans in place currently. So geoengineering's no. not happening. But in theory, if Musk got his shit together, he could like or buy someone a better, perhaps yeah. maybe well, if, someone if better. Okay, Bill together, Gates. Bill Gates could be like, I'm gonna buy a couple of planes, and I'm gonna fill them with this dirt, <laughs> and I'm gonna take them up into the sky. I'm gonna pack it on the sun, and I'm just gonna dump it in the near, you know, the near Earth atmosphere or whatever, where it'll stay up there for a while. There's really could, nothing preventing him from doing that. Nope. I figured it out, guys. Found it. We need to take all the trash that's currently blocking our oceans and yeah. shoot it up into space to block the sun's rays. <laughs> we get rid of win, the trash win. in the ocean and the sun stops burning us. Sure. Perfect nothing solution. Nothing could go wrong. I just geoengineered it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there are some really weird interesting questions about this sort of stuff like 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 i said there's really no laws that govern this sort of thing that would prevent a non-state actor so like somebody a billionaire like elon musk or bill gates from doing this soros is definitely doing it right (laughs) so preventing them from doing it or preventing states like the reality though is this sort of action would be taken by like either a large country or a group of countries like the un or like the international space station stuff the problem there is who's actually like controlling it, because then it comes down to politics, right? So it, the science side of it is theoretically possible, right? Like it, if volcanoes can spew all this dirt up into the atmosphere and it does cool the planet, we should be able to simulate that by putting a bunch of dirt up there. That makes sense. The problem is that the effects won't be contained anywhere. So like if the United States decided they were going to do this, they have the capacity to do it. The problem is that like when you cover the whole you know Earth or enough of the Earth with this dust... It changes the climate everywhere. It doesn't just change the climate for the United States, right? Right. And as we model it or get better at predicting what changes will happen, there's the political aspect of who's going to win or who's going to lose from this changing climate. So if the planet cools down, that might you know, mean better crop growing or whatever else. It might also create a drought in sub-Saharan Africa. Right? Right. And we so don't really know what's going to happen. We don't really know who's going to win or who's going to lose. And we can't really, you know, control who's doing it or how would another state stop a state from doing that, right? So imagine if, you know, uh, one of these island countries that is going to be underwater in the next hundred years because of climate change said, we, you know, we're at risk. This is an existential crisis. We're going to do this. And so they get a bunch of planes and they go start doing it. And it causes torrential downpours in the midwest right flooding catastrophe and the u.s says you got to stop putting these planes in the air right Mm -hmm. they've now like weaponized the climate right or you know what's to prevent another country from saying if you're doing this we're going to take a countermeasure and do something to counteract it's like nuclear war yeah it's like nuclear escalation only you know fucking with the whole weather everywhere it gets really bizarre when you start thinking about it or like a non-state actor what happens if elon musk goes up there we murder him i got a small group of people (laughs) there's a guillotine they invented (laughs) it a few hundred years ago works great (laughs) he's an idiot set up a trap like We can trap him, put a little Tesla car, and I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. These are interesting questions to think about. Um, for me, I think that this is a big bad plan, but that doesn't prevent people from pushing forward on it. And just like nuclear war, people saw the writing on the wall before we invented the nuclear weapon. They said, hey, this is a bad plan, guys. We should not do this. 
somebody should probably not invent this. Let's stop inventing this. Oh, no, we've invented it. Stop making them. Nope, we're going to make a different one. Nope, nope, we're going to keep making them bigger and bigger and bigger. I guess we all just time. hope that we can't do it because someone else will do it. And that's what's keeping us all safe. Right? So it does feel very much like nuclear escalation, like just this inevitability that someone is going to do this and it's just going to be terrible for everyone. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody's done anything yet. Sure. But they're planning on it. Like, well, who I mean, is planning on? Well, there are ton There's a lot of research being done at different universities or endowments or like the United Na the United States. I'm sure the military is researching something like this. I mean, yeah. Like, I guarantee you, the research is being done. Well, the U.S. is probably like, okay, here's the thing: we're the most powerful country in the world. Let's get our idea together. We'll do our idea, and we'll just nuke whoever disagrees with us. But that's my thing. Like, no one's around who could stop any country really from doing it. Or like, yeah, like I said before, if it's a non-state actor, if it's like a terrorist, like Elon Musk, who goes up there, <laughs> our and drops local it off. terrorist Elon Musk, right? Will he be liable for the effects of it? Like, it's hard enough to blame he anyone. He should be for liable for what he's done to my <laughs> done to my life already. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize, I, I struck a nerve here. I, I didn't realize you had this sort of hatred. for. Don't I love like it. Him. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm all for hating on Elon Musk. Um, unfortunately, sorry. he's the one guy who's been listening to our podcast and we've lost him. <laughs> Elon was like, those two kids, they got some bright what? ideas. What? They don't like me? No, dang it. That doesn't make it's, sense. Word's going to get back. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a stupid route. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to block the sun with some dirt and what other effects is that going to have on and just anything there's just no way of knowing well it would need to be both right and so the scientists that are talking about it say we could do this but we absolutely would need to do both cutting emissions and blocking out the sun. like but everybody just wants to just do exactly <laughs> right that's the, the the easy part is the blocking the sun in theory the hard part is the cutting emissions if it was easy we'd have already done it to the, the scientists say no you have to do both because if you block the sun right and the planet you have to keep doing it forever <laughs> repeatedly and so the idea would be like while the sun is being blocked you eliminate the carbon that's being produced and after enough time you stop blocking out the but sun then there's all these other effects i just keep thinking like okay all of a sudden we throw up a bunch of <laughs> throw up a bunch of dirt in the sky right sure. this is so scientific sounding and then what happened it's got to have some sort of other effect on nature already that we cannot predict there's going to be something else that falls out like oh this has an effect on what happens to this animal in this specific section of the earth and, sure, and could, it absolutely and could is make gonna our problems a hundred times worse for all we know but here's the thing like is it going to be a hundred times worse because it's, it... it's just like our last dish effort like you know like what we're doing right now is essentially killing everything right it's like the it's the devil you know versus <laughs> Is that what the situation is? Like, we know I've, we're going to die this way. Let's try this. Maybe we die a different way. Maybe we don't die as much. Maybe we don't die at all. Maybe we die in a different way. Maybe less things die. Like, at this point, there may not be different really good die. options, right? It's too late for so much of the natural world. Like, as sad as that sounds, thousands of things are going to go extinct in the next few years. Millions of people are going to die because of climate change. That's locked in. Like, we, even if we somehow cut emissions tomorrow, that's going to happen. Right. So the question now, I guess, is like damage limitation, right? And that's where this argument comes in is like, maybe this is less bad. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, I I find it hard to believe it will be less. Someone bad. come up with a good idea that isn't just we're just gonna throw some dirt up in the space area. Well, what I'm saying is, there's like like I said, there's the stirring of the oceans. There's all sorts of carbon sequestration ideas, but 
Yeah, it, none of it is really that feasible. You know what everyone should do? What? Stop having kids. Well, that doesn't stop the carbon. It doesn't stop the carbon, but isn't it the... the I read some article that was like, the greatest thing you can do for the planet, don't reproduce. I think we talked about it in an earlier <laughs> is episode. Is that what it was? Like, yeah, yeah. One. just everybody stop having kids. And then we don't have to worry about the death of the planet because we're going to die off anyway. I, sol- I solved it. You solved it. Just and then the, the animals can roam the earth and they won't destroy it the way we have. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know about... Uh, you don't like that idea? No, I like that idea just fine. Like... I, I'm just saying, I, I see some of these animals. I don't know about them. Maybe. You don't know which ones? <laughs> which ones are near on the same level of evil? Killer whales, maybe you're kind of mean to seals. <laughs> kind of mean to seals. Like they don't just kill them, they mess with them first. <laughs> they mess with them You know, first. like that's kind of psychopath stuff. That's human shit. You know, where did they get that from? Like you can't just eat the seal. You got to throw it around in front of its mother. Like some horrible thing like that. Other than that, I can't think of any animals that are as evil as human. Not even. I don't know. There's the squirrels in my backyard are jerks. I feel like if you gave them a chance, they'd screw things up pretty good. We've really gone off the rails on this geoengineering conversation. Well, because it's depressing. It's not going to work. It's a dumb idea, basically. Nobody's got a true one or any idea what will happen. It does feel a bit like we're just watching this slow motion disaster happen. It's, it because, feels like a, like a pyramid scheme or something. You're like, this doesn't seem right or like it's not going to work. I can't explain exactly why I think this is wrong. It just feels wrong. Yeah, it feels wrong, but there's nothing you can do to stop it. Like you're watching two trains come in and they're just going to hit and you're like, stop it. Somebody, somebody, get these trains up. somebody stop those trains. And you're yelling and they're like, sorry, we just got to keep these trains going. Got, got to keep going. Yeah. Oh, Can't man. stop, won't stop. Yeah. So that was on my mind this week. So I feel like we should have talked about that a little bit. All right. Well, I guess that's our conversation about geoengineering this week. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel know. good about it. No, it does not seem like a great plan. I, we're not, I tried we to are listen not to, endorsing geoengineering. I, I tried to listen to a podcast about it. Which, and the podcast, which podcast? Um warm um warm regards warm regards that's a good one i like that it's one of the better climate change podcasts out there it's a good podcast but i started to feel so stupid like when you're in a meeting with people who use a bunch of business jargon that doesn't actually mean anything you're like they're geoengineering what what are they doing i don't get it started to feel stupid and had to give up on it i i tend the not geoengineering to get part from them i think that the people that run it the people that run that podcast are a bunch of scientists and so they, smart. they're very smart very good people they're not idiots like us right so no they did a good job covering geoengineering a while back i'd asked you to listen to that because we were going to talk about it and you didn't know anything about it well, I've, I mean, I've learned over the past couple of months we've done this that if i try and give you papers to read like pass. that's not gonna happen nope so if you give me something you, i need to give you I need, video i need a, a length of time to read five minutes or less five minutes even is really a stretch yeah, and clearly you podcasting didn't finish the podcast. is good because i can just listen to it while i'm driving it's just you know just there i don't have to do any effort uh so videos are great it just seems like we don't have a, a plan. There is no plan. It's just a bunch of like half-brained, half-assed ideas. It just doesn't seem like we're going to do what? To, and how will that affect? Don't know. We'll just see how it goes. I mean, you're right that it doesn't seem like there's a plan in place, but it definitely seems to me like we're moving more towards just doing something. Yeah. Eventually and, somebody's going to do it. Now I, but now you're convincing me kind of that it's just better than nothing. Like it's I, just... I don't know. I, I can't imagine it is. But on the other hand, like maybe because sure, we're... give it a try. It's like it's like when I they mean, try to make a uh, a shot from the other side of the court just out of what 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 what'll like hurt. Well, the big problem is like they the scientists will tell you like once you start blocking the sun, you can't stop. 
You have to keep it up because if you like let the the particles fall out of the sky and what goes up must come down, then it'll like rapidly warm up. What we're experiencing now is gradual and compared to what'll happen. It's it's literally like having the shades drawn on a hot hot day yeah. and then like opening the shades wide and all of a sudden it just like bakes. Yeah, it's like a solar <laughs> oven. Yeah. And so like that's the danger with like doing it and then not cutting emissions as well because if you do it and you keep emissions going up all of a sudden you've got even more co2 and then all the sun hits it and it just ba- it basically fries an egg on the planet <laughs> yeah it's it does seem like this really bad plan but i do feel i understand the instinct to want to just be like okay we're not going to stop any of this other shit what do we do what thing can we build it's a very man, it's a very <laughs> male solution to a problem. No, 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 no. I'm not going to stop eating Doritos. <laughs> Was the, can you just like shove a stick in my stomach and pull out all my fat? Can you do that can instead? Do. Yeah. You know, it's like but, a, I mean, if that's the argument, how many people have liposuction every year? How many people get that lap band? And how many people stay skinny after it? Sure, but they do it is the thing. <laughs> like, and that's and the problem with this is we're going to do it. Like, oh, God. I don't know. We're not actually going to go on a carbon diet. We're just going to get the lap band. <laughs> what do you guys think about geoengineering? Tell, yeah. Send us a comment. Let us know. Yeah, Maybe you're smarter than us and you're like, you idiots. It's not that easy. You don't just throw dirt up in there. It's very scientific and we know it will have these uh, effects. Well, there have been some climate modeling for it, but even then they don't, they can't model everything. Like we don't have a perfect model. We don't the understand the earth a hundred percent. Yeah given the just huge amount scope of what effects this could have like i can't imagine any model covers everything i it's, don't get it I, it's weird it, it's just made the news man can the aliens save us can the aliens geoengineer our save maybe they already have no i don't know if probably not <laughs> i i don't know what to think about aliens i i mean on one hand i don't believe in aliens like on spec like right. my default position is, is no, no. What are, you, are you kidding me but then, like, you talk to some science nerd about the and aliens. And, like, the chances of there not being any aliens is, like, almost impossible. Sure. So, like, okay, so maybe there are aliens. But, but like, I also we've feel never like we would know. Them. Like, why are they secret? That's the part I don't get. It's like, it's like I don't know. It, maybe they're too far away. That's always the thing. Maybe, and I'm then, saying, like, if aliens had come here, I feel like we'd know I don't know think it. aliens have come here. I don't think they've come on a planet. Maybe they've seen us and they're like, ugh, look at that mess. Get away, if anything. I don't think they've come come to town to hang out. They know we're garbage civilization. They're done with it, if anything. Or they're just too far away, or I don't know. But I really do hope the aliens save us. I mean, maybe that's... Hear the... our plea. So we'll that's... stop th- playing Skrillex. <laughs> stop playing Skrillex to get rid of mosquitoes. So is that the uh, that, that's our end uh, result of geoengineering? We is hope, we the, hope aliens the aliens come save and save us. us before we do this to ourselves. Wow, it took how many episodes to get here? Get to aliens, yeah. Seven? Uh, this has definitely been a nonsense show. Heavy on nonsense, not okay, so Okay, that's because geoengineering is nonsense. Basically, right? I think so. But right. also, fuck it, maybe do it. <laughs> I don't know. What else are we going to do? God damn it. What other options we got? We don't have... Uh, stop burning carbon? Yeah, not, not an option, happen. like yeah, I said. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully the aliens save us. That's been this week on the Heating Up podcast. <laughs> real yeah, low day. Is, yeah, real low for us. <laughs> we may never release this episode. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. This will be a Patreon-only episode. This will be, yeah. That way, Listen once you've already given us money, aired. you'll be like, these idiots. I, did I just, I, can I get my $5 back? 
<laughs> oh my god, we should come up with some merchandise. That's it. That's what we need. We need to monetize this to our five friends who listen to our show. I'll probably buy all of them. Yes. <laughs> oh god. That's why we got into it for that sweet, sweet marketing sweet merch money. Cash. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this show. If you have any comments about geoengineering, hit us up on our Facebook or our any Twitter. Any more intelligent or comments? Yeah, than that couldn't be much lower than our comments. Uh, yeah. That was geoengineering. This has been nonsense. This has been nonsense. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks Have for a listening. Great week.